I'm an old cow hand on the Rio Grande, and I come to town just to hear the band. Yup, that zap, 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 T. Anthony, a.k.a. Whitebeard, and this is... The Kid, a.k.a. Elizabeth. And we are Whitebeard and the Kid, and welcome to the Whitebeard and the Kid Adventures. This week, uh, we we have a talk. We have a talk about uh, something somebody asked you, but first, I, I have a, a pandemic uh, pet peeve. It's a, it's a pet peeve. It's a it's a pandemic pet peeve. It is the thing. And this week, see, if we had recorded this the other day, then it would have been a different pet peeve. But today, it's a totally different one, and it's a celebrity pet 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 pick pet, pet whatever. Piss ticking me off. That's what it is. Um. This week, uh, it was like today, I, I woke up and I was looking at it, you know, I'm just getting annoyed with all the celebrities telling us, stay in, stay out, stay healthy, do this and do that. And we all know that half of them have like acres and acres of land. They get to step outside without suffocating with a mask on all day, like almost choked to death when we went to the store the other day. But um, speaking of the mask, which is where I was going, um, I love I love this guy's movies. I, I love his work. Um, Jason Momoa but he was posting online about these masks that he was making he has this this uh, what do you call it climbing company and so they have apparel and they have bags and shoes and stuff like that it's a great company and a lot of other stuff he's doing is wonderful but he ordered these masks you know everybody and their mother are making masks all of a sudden and they're selling them and some say they're raising money for whatever and so well He's joined the ranks of everybody else with these masks and, you know, the comments of, oh, I can't wait to get pink and black and so-and-so. And um, so they were asking when this stuff could be available. He says that this will be available May 1st. And I'm sitting here thinking, May 1st? Like, really? Dude, I'm hoping we won't have to go past this month. The last time I heard, right, the, the you know, the Fed said... We're going to stretch it another 30 days. That would be April. Why in the world would we want to continue to go through wearing masks and be stuck for another 30 days, another 60 days, another so-and-so? So it's like, you know, I, I see the mask. And what ticks me off is, hey, we're going to be doing this for a while. That's kind of a hopeless situation for me. As opposed to, you know, we're going to try to end this. We hope that this end. We're going to be praying that this end. We're going to be saying, Lord, let's put it into the scientists, whatever else. So that's, that's just one of my pet peeves. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're preparing for, we're going to continue this. Nah, man, I'm sorry. 
you know, and I've been a big fan since he was on Stargate Atlantis, and I heard he went and started acting on some tiny little show with dragons that nobody ever watched, like the Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones, some little, some little thing that nobody's ever heard of, ever. But, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, that's just, that was just the thing that was bugging me this week. Yeah, you know what? Thank you. Whatever. Do black people camp? question right yeah go ahead and tell the good folks this story because this is this leads into a lot of other interesting um well i can't remember it the exact break we were on but we had just come back from break and just keep in mind this was still when i was you know in public school um and you're like, oh, what, what did you do over the break? And I said that I had gone camping. And, you know, one of my friends was like, black people go camping? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bugs, so that's annoying. But it's something that I think everyone should try. And that's the whole entire story. Yeah. It's interesting. But um, even though your little teenage friends asked this question, I hear a lot of it. Because right after you told me that, I started searching the internet because I'm a little, you know, I'm that kind of way. So I started looking up all these things and you just start seeing things whenever black people camping. I start seeing a lot of stuff on YouTube about what black people don't do. And one of them was camping. And then you, I would see some things about, you know, black folks going camping and just seeing the foolishness that's going on and they're pretending and a lot of other things. And then there was another group of videos where they're saying the reason why they don't go camping because it, it reminds them of, you know, slavery and a lot of other stuff. So I wouldn't say that was quite depressing, but it was a little disturbing to think that people would think black folks don't camp. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rather silly, right? It's like, hey, do black people poop? Of course we poop. Right? You, you're just as much of a human as another person. Uh, we do everything everybody else does. Well, I, it wasn't like someone of an opposite race. Opposite race? You mean of a, of a different race? Exactly. And, and that's the most disturbing part. It was someone who looks just like you. Same complexion and I kind of get those things too. Even when we started hiking, which is a whole other story, you know, about black people hiking. Yeah, we do. It's not about do we. Um, because it is something that we do. It's more about do you see this happening within a particular community? And it's not about a racial group. 
It's it's not a racial thing. It's it's a regional thing. It's a place where you live. It's like, um, I'm a city dweller. There was no large body of water for me to go and swim in. There was no lake. There was no pond. So I grew up in a city, so I don't know how to swim. I rode my bike most of the time. And if you live in the South or you live somewhere else, you will find that people do go camping. All kinds of people group go camping. But, and, and that's a sad thing. Because once you're out there, and of course you're the, the queen of bug hating. And I mean, now I, I, I'm not scared of bugs. I just hate them. So I just get really angry at them. And I kill them like with anger. <laughs> so just very aggressively like smashing pants whatever that are near me yeah I mean I might run from like a moth or a mosquito so I don't want to get bit and moths are gross I don't care what anybody says when they flutter on your skin it's the nastiest feeling ever fuck <laughs> So I've, so being on Instagram, I start following a few people. We see these people, and um, and so you see all these different people, the black outdoors, and all those different things. And again, cyclists, mountaineers, hikers, skydivers. Um, it's, it's basically about what you're exposed to and what you've seen and what you haven't seen. So, again, it's sad that someone with, you know, who, who look like us would go, they don't do that. Yeah, we do do this. Just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And it does exist. And, and that's a sad thing. And so then, you know, you start having these things where you have the, um, which those groups now another pet peeve of mine those groups and I understand their existence and um, maybe it's just a generational thing for me I'm from another generation that really I don't put another label on me uh, what is it POC you know um, what about the outdoors diversify the outdoors diversify the outdoors and, and a lot of other things I, 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 I understand the hashtags I understand people's reason for this but or, or like the other part of that whole the other side diversify is um, we need to get out there and what's usual a white space where white people are usually at and it's a white space the outdoors and parks and campgrounds it's not a white space it's the outdoors it's the wild it's a space well, you can I mean, go I mean I disagree with that because much like male gymnastics like a black male is not gonna sit there and go I'm gonna do gymnastics they'll sit there and go oh that's gay but the Caucasian male and other males around the entire world they're going I can make some money off that or I'm really good at it I can win some medals but it's like if you just stop putting up walls between you and something else then you could dominate the entire sport true well you don't have to dominate 
But I mean, if you have a big enough group of people who are good at it, and eventually they will. But right. But my point is, why do you have to dominate? Why do you have to act like you have to take control over something? And it's not again. You know, it's like. It's a white space. It's not a white space. It's an open space. Just because you see most of them on these magazines, these outdoor magazines and a lot of other stuff. And I I would argue, having a communication background, is that that world or those people who are producing this, whatever, publications or whatever, they understand the market. They know who the largest people are in this market, and so then they would market it that way. Yes, marketing needs to change because there are a lot of other people out there, and that's where the other part of some of this stuff comes in where people start saying, I'm doing air quotes, representation matters. You know, the show, people who look like us out there doing these different things, and if we're represented, then other people who look like us would say, hey, I want to do that too. Um, and then that's why I say for me, when it comes to me thinking from a generational standpoint is that I grew up watching TV shows like All in a Family. What's the one with all the kids? The Brady Bunch. And a lot of those other things. And there wasn't anybody who looked like me in these shows, but I enjoyed these shows and I wanted to be a song and dance man. I wanted to be a stunt person because of the shows that I saw. I wanted to ride my bike. I wanted to do a lot of other things because of what I saw, not because of the people who looked like me were there representing me and that's what I aspired to do. I aspired to do it because I saw it. It looked interesting. You understand? It's like, um, you know, there's no mountains in my backyard, so I'm not going to look at a mountain and go, hey, I want to climb that. There would have been no mountains in my backyard. I grew up in a project. But someone else who grows up, grows up in the Midwest or the South or something else, they see these things, I want to climb that because they're crazy anyway. But, and so coming from, like I said, me growing up watching these things, I didn't need to see someone who looked like me for me to want to do something. But now you're coming up in the world and it's like, this is what must be happening, you know. POCs must represent, we must do this, we have to diversify, and it's like, just do it. But that's just me. then we can just get into our first time camping. Yeah, that was a that was a doozy. It was interesting. It was actually it was more interesting. But we'll get to that in a moment. Woo! 
You remember that, the bird? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that bird kept us up all night. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was, that was a cold, cold night. Okay. So, this is what happened the first time we went camping. Well, actually, a lot happened because it was, we just, we just got in the car, right? We just got in the puddle jumper a few months before. And, um... I wanted to go camping because the year before, Mommy and I were talking about going camping for my wife and I. Uh, we're talking about going camping for our 20th anniversary. So it was going to be like camping for half the week. And then the next time we would spend um, a weekend at a hotel. So it was, it was going to be that whole thing. But of course, that never happened. So the following year, we get the car. And I plan this camping trip and I don't know how I got the information did I was it your sister gave us I forgot what it was Camp USA so I went there and I set up the whole thing for where we were going to go camping at at least that's what I was trying to do but first I need to get the equipment so then I go to L.O. Bean buying stuff from L.O. Bean they're pretty good stuff come really quick so I ordered the cots, the, what was that two-gallon jug we have? A two-gallon jug, um, what else? The stools. The mats. The mats, those three-legged stools. Yeah. <laughs> those three-legged stools that we had. And the tent. And the tent. And uh, what else? No, I already had the stoves. I had the, the little sterno stove. I already brought that like the year before, something like that, that I had in the house. And what else? I ordered it, I want to say March? March or April? Hopefully, because because come in, because I wanted to come in that, that, that uh, what, what day did we go? May. Memorial Day weekend. And so I ordered the stuff, and it never came. And I'm sitting there going, hello? Uh, hello, LL. We got a problem. I plan to go camping, so I would like to have this stuff here beforehand. We're looking into it, and apparently it never happened until like maybe, when did it come in? Maybe two weeks just before we left? Or a week before we left? I know it wasn't enough time to test the equipment before before we left. Oh, we also didn't have any sleeping bags. No, we did not. We did not have any sleeping bags. And um, so then I scrambled to try to find a place. And since I wasn't sure where we were going to be going, it took me a while. And then I didn't realize that's basically the beginning of camping season for people definitely over here in the Northeast. Because the South and the West, they have, I'm assuming their campsites open all year round. But couldn't find one. I searched and searched and searched. And then I found, uh, what was the place we stayed in? It was up in Lake George. Rogers Rock. Rogers Rock. And then, what happened? Uh, we got there, it was raining. Well, we got there and then- Well, it was a long trip. After a little while, it started raining. 
and there was like lots of bugs. And we were like right behind us was like a huge patch of trees. Mm, yeah, that was a long, hard ride. And we, we had to use a water spout to wash the dishes. Like out of the ground. So we just pumped water. And then we ran into to your um to your sister. <laughs> Because they were going to go camping too and couldn't find the site the last minute. And then we all ended up at the same campsite. Yeah. Which was like, I, I found out maybe a day before or something like that that we're all going to be at the same spot. And um, yeah, after that very long drive, half asleep, got up day, rained, I think, every day except for the time we were about to leave. And so we were pitching that tent for the first time. Wasn't that fun for you? Did you have fun? No. <laughs> Why not? Because the campsite wasn't great. Like, it, it was better than that rusted thing we did. Yeah. But it wasn't great still. And it took too much time to figure it out. I mean, now that we have it, it's fine. But, yeah, that was kind of annoying. No, wasn't we pitched on, on grass? Oh, no. It was grass, but it was kind of a slope. I remember back in the car, and it was all that mud all over. Mm-hmm. And we kind of drove through with the with the people, with the <laughs> with the trailers and the flags oh, yeah. as we were riding up. And then got in. So we get the tent up. Everything's nice. We struggle to put those cots up. It was hot. Mm-hmm. By the time you finished the cot. And it was getting dark. It was just like the desert. Really? Was it? Yeah. How so? Because it's hot in the morning, and at night, it's freezing cold. But I had a fire set. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that was fun, the first fire. Yes. Lighting the fire that never sparked, and just sat there, and the wood was just sitting there, laughing at us. And then Imani told us to come over there. Did we just go? No. Or were we just walking over there to see where they were, how that camp was set up? We were just walking over there. Yeah, that was a massive hill. And they had, what, the Cinderella candles? Cinder some? I don't remember. You, I know you said the other day that you remember, and I said I didn't remember. That's why I had to go through the they pictures. They didn't work because they still had, like, beetles around the candles mm-hmm. that Imani thought was dead, but they weren't. But the fire was roaring when we came back. Yeah. Nice. But at night, we still had to take that hike up to the bathroom with wet shoes in the middle of the night with lanterns. Did we have the... Oh, we did have the lanterns. Yes, we did. Yes. Yes, we did. But... Yeah. We had the lanterns, walked into the bathroom, and then there was, I knew, I knew, when I saw the bug, I didn't say a word to you, but I knew that you would be seeing it eventually, those, those giant things, it was like, uh, what, what do you call them? The, the Egyptian beetles? No, see, I didn't have those in the, the women's bathroom. You didn't? Did you have hot water? Because I know it was nothing but cold water no, where I was. just cold water. Yeah, just cold water. It was a moth outside the door, though. Okay. 
It was they were bugged all over. It was like massive giant. See, that was that good thing about the most horrible camping trip we went on, the rustic one. It was so dark that you couldn't tell if there was bugs in there. Because there was no light. Yes. I was fine. <laughs> Except with for that. the headlamps that we I, had on. I was yeah. fine with that. If I can't see it, I can't be afraid of it. Yeah, well. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, yeah, the rustic camp, that's a whole other discussion for, for another time. But yeah, that, that was, um, and then after the bug came down and sat down on the fire with the three-legged stool, which was extremely painful. With chips just sitting around. Just sitting around the campfire eating chips. And then it was time to go inside the tent. I figured I'm just gonna lay down. We packed. What did we pack? I don't even think I had a pillowcase. Yeah. No. I think I had a pillow, and I had one of mommy's old shirts over the pillow. This blue yeah, shirt that she square, had. Square one. Had the yeah. square one, and um, that was it in a sheet. And so I figured. Some nice summer clothes on, the shorts, well, t-shirts. And I just figured it was. It was May. It was the end of May. It would be nice and warm. Uh, uh, no, that <laughs> night we slept with hoodies on, jeans, and socks. It was still cold. It was still cold. Still cold. I was shivering in my sleep, which has never happened to me. And all night long. And then we decided we've had enough this cold. We decided we were going to sleep in the car at least for a little while. For like an hour or something. So we were just in there. Then the bird. It's like even though you're slightly warmer, you still can't sleep. I'm not going to let, I refuse to let you sleep. We slept in the car that time? Yes. Oh wow, I don't remember that. I, I remember seeing, laying on the thing, trying to write it. So let me try to write, and I was shivering. It was like going up the back of my neck, the cold. And then, of course, my back was hurting on the stupid cot. So I'm trying to turn, I couldn't exactly turn. Did I have the uh, the fly off? Or was a fly on in the tent? On, because it was supposed to rain, I think. Yeah. And also, it's not even that they're like hard. For the cots, you turn one centimeter, all you hear is creak, 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 like, it's so loud. Why? If a bear was sneaking up on you and you had to get up and leave the tent, it would hear you. It would immediately know where you are and it would come and attack you. Yep. And if you've never gone camping, unless you're one of those people, dear listener, who has a toilet bowl inside, it's... Getting up to go into the bathroom? Yeah, it's not like I'm at home. You remember that, like that joke that we heard from someplace? I made it, but a few drops came out. Yeah, and uh, and we were stuck in and between trees, so it was like getting up in the middle of the night, rushing because you had to go to the bathroom, and listen. putting on the wet sandals or the boots. I think I had my boots that time, yeah. and then going up the hill inside the bush where it was either the serial killer was going to get you, <laughs> or them daggone giant Egyptian beetles was going to suck you dead, and it was it was. Um, I wasn't scared though. I wasn't scared. I, I wasn't. It, it didn't bother me at all. It, it was. It was cold. It was, it was just cold. But I okay. wasn't scared. Listen. I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. 
I know you. I, I've, I, no, I've definitely had that few drops being happened to me. It's definitely happened. And another time, I had to go use the bathroom in the woods, and there was no instrument. So uh, you can imagine what happened that day. Heads changed into my spare pair of pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes were a little bit soggy. So uh, yeah, that that was that was great. That was awesome. Well, I came back down from that bathroom. That water was cold. So I had to wash up in cold water. Yep. And like about a cup of water, come back down the hill, my feet getting dirty after I just try to clean them, mm-hmm. go back into the thing and then freeze all night long. And I got to tell you, I don't really care what anybody else says. All those people, Walmart, blah, 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 what? shut up, shut up, shut up. Thank God for Walmart. Walmart bathrooms are some of the most clean bathrooms I've ever seen. Well, I'm not talking about the bathroom. It just saved our lives. Oh, that yeah. camping trip. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We got some sleeping bags, not only for us, but I think Imani needed one or two. So we also got something up. And we had to get tent pegs, I think, as well. Oh, yeah, we didn't have enough tent pegs. It was tent pegs. I think we got some more wood. (laughs) We got some 30 below sleeping bags. It slept good that night. Well, at least I was warm. I was kind of sweating. I was sweating with that sleeping bag on. What else did we get from that place? Probably snacks. What did we eat? Oh, I remember getting up early in that morning and then using the uh, sterno. Um, how can I describe this for someone who probably doesn't know what it is? I, I think it's from like World War One or Two, and it's this aluminum thing. It's, it's like an aluminum box. I can explain it. And you put a sterno. Yeah. Well. Obviously, sternos. It's like if you've ever gone to a cookout or a birthday party where somebody was black, Why you know black you know what a sterno is. Why because black the food always needs to be heated. You can't you can't pull up and they got some cold mac and cheese. I'm I'm just gonna leave. So you need that. Mm-hmm. That that is your heat source. And then there's this again metal box with a tiny grill on top so that nothing falls through into the sterno can. And then you light the sterno. If you're using a flint, your fingers are just, they're gone. Don't use a flint. Well, I was fine with the flint. I still, to this day, cannot use one. The problem was, while you were resting and I'm up there trying to cook the breakfast, it was raining with the sterno that wasn't heating up fast enough. So the stuff was sitting there. I'm freezing to death. My fingers are wet. And still, like, I not still, it was stiff. Just trying to cook in a little tiny pan. I think we had the mini sternos, too. We did. Not even the big ones. We had the little tiny No, ones. I think we had one big one. And then we got the mini ones because I didn't think it was going to be enough. Because I, had, I didn't think about how many times we had to cook. And for how many days. And, um, yeah, thankfully. Thankfully, we have graduated from the sterno, but I still have those. That's still my backup. That is my baby in case something happened. Pull that out. But yeah, Walmart saved our life, and then it just rained. And it rained. Well, another thing about the bathroom. So, uh, there was a shower house. Oh, yeah. When did we find it? The last day. The last day. When we were packing. The shower house... 
was a giant building that you could see when you drove into a campsite. Of course, we didn't see this building. How we didn't see it? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but uh, I think we even walked past it at one point. Yeah, I think we did. I think we walked right by when we went to go visit your sister's campsite. Now, now, that's not to say we weren't clean, because we were. That sink in the bathroom that just had toilets and a sink saved our lives. Yes, cold water. And if you've ever lived in a project, you know what happens. <laughs> when, when that water goes, it is either cold water or you go heat up a pot of water and then... And yeah, and you know, in a house with six kids and parents, well, we, we, we were learning how to camp before we went camping. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And there was, um, oh, look, there's a shower house. The shower's probably Let's pack up first and then go down the hill. And it was, I think it was drizzling. It didn't rain yet. It didn't rain it yet. It was drizzling. Somebody said hi to me. I'm like, it's a nice day out, right? And I was like, it's drizzling. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's about to rain. <laughs> it's a sure is a nice day. But no, no. Yeah, the difference in the bathroom was night and day. That place that we went up to again is where the serial that like killers. The that is the outhouse, and that's where the serial killers be waiting for you up in the bush. We go down the hill, past these other people, and walk into this beautiful wooden place with hot water. That water was really, really hot. It felt really good. That was a that was a nice shower. Didn't come back out, get caught in the rain. Oh, I have another story that's completely different from this camping experience. What? But I want to share it. What? I can't remember where we were, but I showered, and a moth landed and died in the shirt <laughs> that I had been wearing before. <laughs> I shook it, and I don't know where it went, but it didn't fall. <laughs> Listen, I got that shirt for like $10, so I was like, mm, it's time to say goodbye to the shirt. And that shirt did not come home with me. <laughs> when it was like last summer with that rustic camp thing, ooh, all the... Oh, was so it was a moth. Was it giant thing? ticks? I don't know if they were ticks or beetles. It looked like beetles to me. Somebody said it was ticks. It was all over the bathroom floor when I went to the shower. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. Again, not on the women's side. Well, yeah. Again, another time for that story. Oh, rustic camping, you say. Mm. Ah, I understand why it was cheap. It was almost like um, backcountry, which... Just yeah. this little preview, there was also a trauma with a uh, firefly. So, firefly. that was nice. That must have been you. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was scary. Yeah. But even though, even even after all that tragic, I know you really weren't thrilled to go. I pushed you. You, you were, what, 13, 14? Just turned 14, right? Or about to turn 14. No, you just turned 14. It may have, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you were 13 in 2006 and 16, and then so the next year you you just turned 14, and um, I say, hey, let's leave the confounds of this wonderful apartment, and we're gonna go out to the woods. What were you thinking? Uh, I like camping better than hiking, though. Savage. Well, too bad. The only part that 
I really didn't like was the bathroom. That's it. The rest of it was pretty good. Yeah. Other than steakums, which will never be happening again. Ooh, that, that grease coming off now. Mm-hmm. I was trying to make that. Yeah, well, I don't think... Did we do dehydrated... No, I... I no, I don't think we did Mountain House or anybody else then. I think I found them after that camping trip. I don't think I took it with us. I'm not really sure. I know we did it the second time we went that summer. I had gotten into Mountain House and a lot of other stuff as I was actually getting more learning about other things to do when you go camping because I'm figuring, well, how are we going to do this? But yeah, took brought those steakums and tried to cook that in a little pot and it stuck and then the grease that was coming off of it, that was, yeah. that was horrible. And then at one point it got cold. And it's even worse cold. Yeah. Remember, that was the first time I've ever tried black coffee. Because you bought Maxwell's and you were like, here, try without sugar. But we also had no milk. We didn't have a lot that and first time. The taste buds were dying. We haven't had a lot that first time out. Of course, now we have a lot of stuff. Yes, we have evolved. We have evolved. We have evolved. But see, even after that that first time, um, I met, that's why I just asked you just now, because I never asked you about that. What, how did you feel about that? At least that didn't, it you was, know, scare you away from wanting to go back out again. Yeah, but it was also a nice view. That little, like, lake mm-hmm. that was there. Yes. Another thing I found on what the almost the last day. It was in plain sight. Yeah, it was in plain sight over there, but that beautiful off off of Lake George. Wasn't the, there somebody fishing there as well? It was somebody fishing because it was a boat landing, and it was somebody else fishing over there. And all you could see was nothing but blue out at that end, and um, you could see Lake George, which was awesome. I wish we had spotted it when we first got in, but it still it was it was a great sight. And, um, yeah, like I said, thankfully that didn't turn you off from wanting to go back out again. And so. Something I will say, I don't think we found it the first time we went camping, but there's this gas station called Wawa. They have all, everything that you could ever need, okay? Now. Nah, that was a road trip and we found Wawa. That, that's a little secret. That's a little secret, okay? That's the best place to go. If you ever see one and you're hungry and you need some coffee and you need to use the bathroom, they have all three. (laughs) Um, The worst stop we've ever made for food and or or gas was Sheets. S-H-E-E-T-Z? Yeah. Not again. Once, once was good enough. I think the food was dry, yet greasy. I feel like that's how it happened. And I don't understand how that could have possibly happened. But, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not doubting that it did happen. <laughs> it's a possibility that the food actually was like that. So what about you guys? Listening. Do you have any uh, first-time camping stories? Let us know how your first time went. And um, that'd be, it'd be really cool to hear how it went for you. 
And even though our first time was a little raggedy, a little rough around the edges, and we were freezing, and we learned a lot from that time, and we now have all sorts of different things that we've upgraded to. Um, and I, and I, well, mostly because we started hiking, so we started changing things. But I would still recommend this going camping to anybody. And for some of you who may be afraid of camping, um, there's this, uh, there, there are many different, I want to say styles, but probably not the right word, many different styles of camping. Like um, I mentioned earlier, backcountry camping, which I would love to do. And that's just you and your truck or you and your car and you're out there and you're roughing it and either you're going to make your own tent out of something or you just carry your stuff and it's just you out there. And then there are other campsites that are rustic. They have rustic campsites like we went to one time that don't have an actual toilet bowl or bathhouse. Yeah, and just like if the fact that was if you are indeed an African American and you're bothered by not being surrounded by other black people, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. You know. Yes, in camping there are a lot of. Caucasian people, but guess what? They're super nice and they're super friendly. You know, if you ever need help, yeah. turn to your camp neighbor and say, "Hey, uh, I'm out of pegs. You have one." Something like that. I mean, yeah, the camping community, just like the hiking community, is really, really good. They all say um, good morning to each other. Yeah, they'll speak to you and, and a lot of other stuff. Last last year, I had a conversation with this guy. Who, when I first went to the bathroom, I met him up at the bathroom. He already had, he was he was a little drunk. He was telling me about this game I wanted to play. I have yet to learn how to play. We brought one, um, Cornhole. And he's talking about how he was playing with the, with the younger guys. I don't know if it was his nephews and stuff. And he was he was slurred a little bit. A couple of hours later, I go to the bathroom. He's back out there. Hey, how are you? And I'm like, he couldn't even stand anymore. Somehow he got beat. But it was great. We just stand out in front of the bathroom like 10 minutes just talking about the game. And he was teaching me, you know, telling me how this game is played. So, yeah, the camping community is, is, is really great. And you will see all kinds of people out there, all kinds of families out there. Um, we went one night and it was a whole group of Asian people. Chopping wood. Chopping three. wood, man. I'm like, no, kid, you need to go to bed. <laughs> you, you need to. We're going to have a problem if you don't get away from my tent. But... Um, as far as safety goes, we don't worry about it. Nope. And yes, we have knives and everything else, but I don't really worry about it. And like I said, the, the camping community is, is really, really good. Yeah. So back to the, the different styles, you have the rustic, you have um, backcountry, you can go, you have campsites, and some campsites may have hiking trails and some other things. Um, or beaches. Yeah, beaches. The one, one of my favorite, in Rocky Neck in Connecticut, has has a beach. And then, um, my daughter, she inherited a beach through her through her husband, who who's a little bit of an outdoorsman. His family always went to Connecticut too with um, Hammonasset. No, Hammonasset. State Park. And in that campground, they have an amphitheater. So when you go there with your children, you have a nice beach. They have this huge area where you can ride bikes. They have an outdoor gym. Um, there's an amphitheater where they show movies during the summer. And they have popcorn and soda. So each campsite and each camp situation is different. So there's nothing for you to fear. And obviously, if you're looking at our picture and you're hearing us, yeah, black people do go camping. 
And if you're worried about, I don't know, you always see in movies how people get bullied in school and then they like steal their clothes or whatever while they're in the shower. Okay, if you're worried about that, yes, the showers don't always have hooks inside the stalls. Most of the time that I've seen, they do. But when they don't, you know, I've never had anything stolen. Whether it's a toothbrush, clothes, one time I brought a walkie-talkie with me, it was all still there when I got out. So, there you go. It's quite uh, safe. I stick my stuff in a bag, whatever I take, which is really nothing anyway. Yeah. I'm out there. Oh, speaking of nothing. I was thinking about this um, the other day. I was looking at the pictures, trying to remember this camping trip. Do you remember that there was no reception? Yes. We couldn't call. We couldn't get an email. There was I... nothing at up at Lake George, um, at, at Rogers Rock. There was nothing. It was dead until we got out. When we went to Walmart, my phone started going off. I had downloaded music um, beforehand when I noticed the reception started to die off. <laughs> Just so I could listen to some. Because mm-hmm. usually while camping, I can't go to sleep to like, the sound of crickets or whatever. So then I just play some while I'm falling asleep. Yeah. And again, you know, every camp area is different. That one, because of where we were up in the mountains, had no reception. The one in, in uh, Connecticut... You get, you have reception there. So if some of you really, 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 really need to stay connected to the world, which I would suggest you don't. The whole point of that is just getting away from the giant city, getting away from the world, and just relaxing mm-hmm. and being out in nature, which is really good for you. And and I think um, that's the part that people don't really understand is that when you are out in nature this is something that you need you need that fresh air in your lungs you need to be away you need to shut everything else down and it really is good for you yeah also another great thing is sometimes people bring their instruments and their dogs so you know if you like dogs and like nature and you like music camping is like the best thing for you true and if you're going to bring your dog, check the different campsites because some allow pets and some don't allow pets. And yes, some have electrical hookups and some don't have electrical hookups. But yeah, so check those things out. And hey, if any of you have any first time camping stories, let us know how your days went. Let us know how your weekend went. How long did you go when you did this? Anybody interested in camping, um, check out the website. Um, Reserve America. Is it ReserveAmerica.org or ReserveAmerica.com? Either which way it is, I'm not looking at this, but Reserve America. And when you're there, you'll sign up and then you can start to see in the different states where you are, where you might want to go camping, and it'll show you all the different things and the prices. For us, the different places we've gone has been, I think, $20 a night. Yeah. I haven't, I don't think we've ever paid more than $20 a night. So a two night stay is 60 a three night stay you get the whole point but oh what there's one last thing one last thing yes what for people who use appliances for their hairstyles and whatever or if you do need to stay connected to the world in the bathrooms most times there will be like plugs so that you can put a phone charger in there or a hair dryer 
So if you absolutely need to use it, you can just plug it up in there. When you get out of the shower, go to the bathroom and blow dry your hair. It's done. Sounds good. Yes. And um, I guess with that, we'll get out of here. But uh, speaking about first and thinking about first, the look on that lady's face when we got to the airport, when I showed her my ticket, or was trying to explain something to her. So, um, hey, tune in next week, and uh, we'll tell you that story on our adventure into first class. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I shouldn't laugh at that, but that was a wonderful feeling for me <laughs> that day. Anyway, so yeah, tune in next week, and we'll tell you all about our adventure into first class. So, until next time, love one another, okay? Say goodbye, kid. Goodbye, kid.